G'day and welcome to the Breaking Through podcast. Now, this this is an interesting interview because I haven't done one of these before. We have um, always got on um, artists and I think that's about it. No one else really in the industry apart from like Deck Byrne and Nick Kelly, that type of stuff. But um, we all love festivals and I've never spoken to festival organizers before. And um, these blokes reached out a few weeks ago. And I thought, why not? Let's, you know, let, let's get them on. And it's uh, Finn and Zach from Sunsets Festival. Hey, going, lads? Yeah, uh, yeah. Good. Living the dream, man. Living the dream. <laughs> now, this, the, um, when you guys messaged me, first of all, it was, it was great that um, someone recommended me. Always love being recommended. Um, but also, I see, like, this is a new festival. It's in the nor- um, northern beaches. Like, I used to live in Sydney last year. And I can't say I've ever heard of a festival in the Northern Beaches. Um, but why, like, 12 months ago, this was barely a thing, and then 12 months down the track, you're, you know, you're what, two weeks out from your festival. How how do you even get into that mind frame of, like, all right, let's make one? Yeah, <laughs> it's a good question. Um, it goes back to lockdown, really, where we were, I guess, trapped in the Northern Beaches and, as much as we were locked away, like, um, I guess, caged animals, we actually, we ended up learning to kind of love the area that we lived in and um, those times at sunset where you'd be with a few mates drinking beers, listening to music, we actually really started to enjoy. And from there, we kind of went, well, how good would this be on a on a big scale? So I know that's a long way back, but from there, then it's like, well, how, how do you actually create a big scale event like this? And for us, it was, we actually wrote down how we would want to experience a music festival and a music festival on the Northern Beaches. And for us, that actually involved having multiple genres of music, having multiple stages, and actually not making it bigger than Ben Herbert, keeping it uh, to a size where, you know, there's local talent playing and there's enough people that can actually come and support that and still make it uh, fun, I guess. Yeah, I think I think the main thing is obviously, as you said, there's not very rarely music festivals or music events on the Northern Beaches. Um, it's not something that growing up on the Northern Beaches that I've ever really been able to experience. So firstly, we wanted to give something that we want <laughs> to the Northern Beaches and then we wanted to see how we could maybe in the end show off the local area to what it really is and I guess it is as Finn said it's like almost a little bit brushy but yeah like we kind of relearned to love the northern beaches which is something that obviously living there every day you can kind of go well whatever but it's an awesome area and so we just wanted to show it off with the musical talent with what with, with what we have to offer obviously they didn't have much chance to perform and there's so many talented artists on the northern beaches and in Sydney in general. So we're using that to kind of give them another another pathway to to perform at a, a bigger event. Like I think it's interesting when people think of festivals, you just think of the lineup and that's kind of it. But when you're making a festival, there's so much other shit that goes into it. So was there ever a time of like, fuck, did we really think this idea through? Like, is this, you know, have we maybe bitten off more than we can chew or has it always been, no, nah, this is just another problem we can get over? 
Yeah, like there's, I think every single day we've got a kind of a little bit of a saying, a, a problem at every turn or a challenge at every turn. And that's, that feels pretty true every day. <laughs> but um, yeah. I think for us, it's more about just laughing it off because it's not a personal problem. It's just something that's going on and um, being able to work through it. It's for sure been a learning curve in, yes, it's not just a lineup, it's every single little thing that everyone sees and doesn't see to make sure it happens. We have learning to deal with, obviously, all the stakeholders and learning to deal with everyone that kind of comes together to actually even put together plans to even maybe have people accept the accept the location has been an absolute uh, journey, I guess we can say. Um, it's been a learning curve. So putting together the lineup was the fun bit. And then there were so many other things that I would say for sure will now be more fun for the next one. But this one were, yeah, bits and starts. Mm, and um, as obviously someone that started something and just for the love of it, there's um, your first couple things you do seem so fucking hard. And then like 12, 18 months later, you do it in five minutes or you know exactly how to do it and it's not a problem anymore. But then those big problems come, you know, bigger problems than that come. And then, you know, 12, 18 months down the track, they'll seem like a little problem. Yeah. Um, so I think that's pretty interesting. But um we're getting pretty close now. It's December 3rd, is it 3rd? December 3rd, yep. Yeah. So we're only, well, by the time this comes out, obviously be the week before, but we're two weeks out right now. How are the nerves getting closer and closer to the date? Like it's the thing you've worked so hard on. It's almost here. I think it's, for me, I think for both of us, it's been reflective in the dreams. <laughs> Um, that we're having so sometimes you wake up you've had a dream about it being sold out and it's still gone well sunny day other days you wake up and no one turned up it was rainy and <laughs> that type of thing um, so that's I get like the thing for us is we try not to think too much about or we, we try not to get too stressed and try not to let the stress overcome us because I think that would have stopped us from actually doing this a long time ago so we, we pretty well chug through the day having a laugh with our heads down um, and and that's all we can really do. Like we, we spend like from the moment we wake up to the moment we go to bed working on, working on this event and that to me that like that's all we can do. So we can't really stress about things that we can't control. Yeah, like um, I, think, I think it is. It's more we, we can only control the things that we've done. And what we've done is put every, everything in place to make sure that it is a good event and a good festival. We've done all the marketing. We've made sure we, everyone knows as much as possible about it. We've put all the operations in plan. So we've done everything on our end to make sure it's a good day. So that way, at the end of the day, if there is another problem, we can just laugh about it. I think it, it's quite surreal. Um, I was sitting here, as you kind of mentioned at the start, it's like, well, it's come from a little idea that's now a festival 12 months later, which I I sometimes have a little laugh about. But, um, yeah, it's it's definitely – it's nerve-wracking. Um, but, again, it's we can only control what we've done. Can't can't think too much about the weather because – Yeah, it's, yeah. it's also turning into, like, a bit of a feeling of excitement because all this uh, work that's just on, the, on paper and on the computer is actually about to turn into, like, the – it you know the real life version of everything we've worked on creating so it's like it like it's terrifying but it's also like 
it's about to get really exciting because we get to like go, we get to look at all the staging, we get to load in the staging, we get to load in the bars, load in the art, load in you know everything. So it's like yeah, terrifying. But then you think about that and you're like, I actually can't wait for that moment as well and to see it at just before eleven a.m. on the third of December, all ready to go with no one there is going to be like a like oh. another crazy feeling of excitement as well and and you know nerves again. <laughs> Mm, hopefully um, calm before the storm of people and not the actual weather. Um, <laughs> now, I, um, I I saw that you guys sold out your first release. So, like, that's got to be kind of a good stepping stone to be like, okay, we've actually done something that people are interested in, right? Yeah, it's um, it definitely feels better watching people kind of come in and actually I guess buy into what is just an idea at the moment. It's it's definitely easier for people with a concept and a proof of concept from former festivals to kind of go, well, this is what you'll get. So it's pretty cool having people go, yeah, I'm looking forward to this idea, looking forward to this lineup. Um, because yeah, we're really really focusing on the community side of it. Um, it is we want these up and coming artists to be having the opportunity to perform at a festival that they might not necessarily have had the opportunity to so early. Um, and that's what the Northern Beaches does have to offer. Like they've got, we've got awesome artists. So we just really, really want them to have these opportunities. Mm. Let's, um, let's get into the lineup because it's, um, you've got international acts coming, but then you've also got, you know, you've got all day on there. You've got clues who I absolutely love. Um, Grogan's one of the best upcoming, well, no, they've been around for a while, but you know, they're really starting to, um, breach that musical market tell me about getting that balance of local and international how did you go about it mm, that's a good question actually well we we obviously surround ourselves in music and we have done our whole lives whether it be playing music or going to events and parties and concerts whatever it is so we have a pretty good connection to local bands local djs so that bit was actually pretty easy for us and like there's a bunch of up and coming bands that or we think they're going to end up being quite big that we already knew personally. So for us, it was a no brainer just to, to give them this stage to actually perform to a big crowd. Um, as for the bigger ones, it was kind of, obviously you're dealing with people's schedules and budgets as well. So we kind of wrote lists as to who we wanted to get and then you just you just start seeing whether they're free but also seeing if they're actually into the concept of the event because we haven't run before they actually have to back what we're actually creating so yeah and and we were quite specific in like the sounds for each stage it's like we didn't want we didn't want there to be too far kind of going from one set to another it's such a different sound we wanted it to kind of each stage was like it's specific sound so we were quite picky in that as well it's like we were offered some bands that we like awesome bands but might not necessarily suit what this is um so that's insane to the djs we were kind of offered a couple of djs that like are great djs but we just wouldn't suit it so so what is that we got a washing machine taking off in the background yeah, I was, I was thinking, like, it was all right before. It's, like, editable before, but that one, she was getting up there. Yeah, she's got... Did she come down? Is that turning off? I think so. It's like it, it's like it took off. 
Yeah, she's uh, she was going hard. Um, that's like, what about the kind of um, when people are like, oh, this lineup isn't kind of what we're looking for. You see that a lot with the laneway lineup that recently came out. Like, not many people are happy with it. How do you kind of receive the comments, positive and negatively? Yeah, that's been a big challenge for us, and it and it comes down to try not to take things personally as well because obviously we spent so much time putting this together and it's easy for someone to take a look and go, oh, you know, they're not my favourite five artists. That's not the best lineup. Um, for us, we've actually we've actually put ourselves into the, the socials a little bit. I don't know if you've seen, but we've kind of um, tried to tell a story about the fact that we're actually doing this and we're not this massive... Uh, corporate entity i guess so we're trying to appeal to that side of people where it's like yes you you want to buy a ticket because you want to come to a music festival but you're also coming because you're supporting something that could grow a lot in your lifetime so yes it's all about the artists and music on the day but if you are a northern beaches person or a sydney person and you are into music then don't get too caught up in things that I guess we couldn't control, but necessarily by booking Justin Bieber, you yeah. know, something ridiculous, you know, something ridiculous, but support this event because we are at the end of the day, putting it on for the punter, which is the person buying the ticket. So maybe have a bit more thought into, um, you know, saying, oh, that lineup's not great. You know, think about, think a little bit further into what went on behind the scenes to actually provide that to you because at the end of the day it is for you yeah but again when when you do look at like genre by genre the actual lineups are really awesome it's just that like they're quite genre specific lineups so say for our red stage like the minimal house stage the those three the three artists that are coming from Amsterdam are like genre leading artists and then on our orange stage it's like the bands that we've got are like awesome within their genre so it's more like it is they're quite genre specific, but in in their genre, they're quite they're quite awesome. They're awesome artists. So it's it's more sounds I guess terrible, but like it's more like showing these guys the artists that they could be liking rather than necessarily going oh I like them straight away. Mm. It's um I remember going to my first festival and I knew three people and um you come out of that experience and you've got like another 10, 15 artists um. What I find interesting with that, though, is with different music, with different genres comes different type of audiences, which means different type of people. Now, um, not I don't see it with any of kind of the genres and acts that you've got on there, but do, do, does that come into, into consideration of like at a festival, like maybe the, the audiences won't mesh together well, maybe they'll kind of steer clear of each other. Like, does that come into it at all? Yeah, it's definitely been a thought we've had and the way we foresee the crowd moving at our festival is that obviously there'll be people coming for one stage and that genre only and they'll probably nest themselves in that area for most of the day and then we'll also get just your general music lovers who or I guess festival lovers who are just there to have a a good time and a a dance so I don't think there's actually going to be too much of a clash where you get a full-blown surf rock bandy heading over to a more minimal tech stage and kind of 
having a clash with a uh, you know a yeah. session a session king on the red stage. Um, I think it'll be. I think yes, people are going to move around to see everything, but I think eventually they're going to kind of lock themselves into where you know their favorite music sits because obviously you know at peak time is is all the headliners playing at once. So mm. I don't think that's going to be a time where if you're into surf rock, you're going to leave the surf rock stage. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to be, you know, locked in right there. Yeah. Um, I, I do think that like, that is why we've also created each area to feel different. So like each, each area, as you walk through the festival is going to feel, and you're kind of going to experience something new and something different. So if that's the area that you like, and that's the stage that you like, it's, that's the kind of feeling that you're going to go for. But as you walk through the festival, you're going to continue to experience and feel new things because it's kind of a discovery type thing as well. So the art and the stages and the like, the whole feeling of each area is actually completely new and completely different. So even though it might not be someone's favourite musical genre, they might just come around and go, holy shit, that's a, that's a cool stage, that's a cool-looking like, cool area and we really like, really like it for a bit. So that's kind of what we're doing. We're kind of trying to induce the new and new and like new feelings that you experience at festivals and that discovery that you kind of have, the excitement of coming around a corner and feeling something new and seeing something new. Mm. Um, so that's kind of a way of combating that for us is the creating the the newness and the experience of it. It's like putting a genre kind of in the shopping window and people coming past and seeing if they like it or not. Yeah, that's what it sounds yeah. like. Yeah. Um, now, as we said, it's been a big twelve months for you lads in, in, in this space. What's um, what's the biggest lesson you've learned by doing this in the last however long? Hmm. Great question. Uh, biggest lesson you've learned. Uh, uh, for for me, like the biggest lesson personally that I would have learned is like. There's going to be, if I, if I just take, if I just take everything for face value, I struggle to take things personally. So when I, when I don't take things personally, I am able to keep working and actually move forwards with things. But when I get stressed, I can just stop. So it's working under stressful environments is just easier if things aren't personal. So I think it's just like learning that, yes, it's something that Ben and I have put everything into, but it's still not a personal attack if someone doesn't like it. <laughs> yeah, it's fair enough. Well, I would probably be, I'm still trying to think, probably be, probably be a song by the Grogan's Money Will Chase You, really. That's one lesson I've learned is that it, the world, as much as we're trying to do a good thing for the community and, and music, at the end of the day, money is still what makes the world go around. So, uh, trying to acknowledge that the whole time while still trying to do a, a good thing for the community has been a challenge, I guess. And yeah, yeah. Cause the, things are expensive and we're young dudes and, and we've got the money to run the event. Um, and we've raised the money to run the event, but, um, yeah, balancing, balancing that and trying to do a good thing for the community has been, uh, has been a challenge and yeah, yeah, it's been interesting. Mm, it, it, um, it sounds like um, the, the balancing act between 
music and experiences like there's always going to be that extra charge that comes out and like people on just um from the outside looking in you don't see those type of things you just think of the experience and not everything that, that comes um with that as well now um obviously it's in northern beaches for people that maybe didn't see this on socials or anything like that where can they go to buy them buy tickets how much and when can they buy tickets up until? Because you know people are going to buy tickets to the eleventh hour. Yeah, so it'll be on our on our website sunsetsfestival.com.au. You can find tickets through there, as well as Ticket Ferry, which is a awesome kind of ticket ticket provider. They've got this share like friend shareable thing where if you, you share it to your friends and they buy it off your link, you can get money off your ticket. So it's like becoming a friend influencer in a way yeah you can actually get a full refund if you sell enough tickets off your link which is pretty cool uh, i mean that's there's so going to be people that would do that in any festival situation just so like everyone else can pay but i want to you know yeah. selfish and, <laughs> yeah. and get it and get a free ticket um so and that and people can buy tickets right up until the day or the day before or uh people can buy tickets right up until the day but i wouldn't recommend it <laughs> it would be Mate, no one would recommend it, but you know there's going to be you know there's going to be that that friend that just like has been added to the group chat, the festival group chat, or just yeah. the days become free, and yeah. they'll be like, oh, I want to come now. I was like, fucking hell, dickhead, just buy a ticket. Um, <laughs> Finn and Zach from Sunsets Festival, thank you very much for coming on. I hope it all goes well, and um, we'll have a chat about the next one. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Have a good one.